What's up, everyone, and welcome to Good Morning on Purpose, a daily podcast that aims to evoke a sense of positivity and possibility in your day. This is my first ever attempt at podcasting and serves as a process for me personally to overcome some obstacles and difficulties that I've experienced over the last many years, months, or even days. If nothing else, I can promise a positive or motivational message, an atmosphere of honesty, and a friendly hello from someone you've likely never met. Although there are many things in life that are likely out of your control, your perspective is yours alone, and from that perspective, the choices we make and the things we think impact our daily outcomes. So with that in mind, and without further ado, from me to you... Good morning. It is... January 16th, 2024, and it is 22 degrees outside here, I believe. It's snowed even more, and I'm feeling good. I have taken my walk. It looks amazing outside. To see the trees and the lake, uh, the ground just covered in snow is fantastic. The reflection of the lake and the sky, it just all looks kind of amazing, to be honest. It's a little cold and like I hate that I'm so congested, kind of really sucks to feel super snotty all the time, but other than that, being outside is definitely a good start to the day. I keep forgetting to upload the pictures that I take when I'm out here, so I'll try to remember to do that today. It's funny because I got to take just a couple walks out here when I couldn't really see when I had a buddy to walk with me, Um, but I really couldn't see much of what what was around me. And I haven't caught sight of too many animals, but I definitely keep seeing ducks, which is just the weirdest thing. There's always a duck somewhere. They're such weird, goofy birds because obviously they they swim, they fly, they're loud. And it may seem like the simplest, simplest thing, but I, like, you don't understand that I just haven't really seen animals at all in my daily life, even when I'm out and about, even if I am outside, I'm in the car, I'm, I'm going for a walk, I just, like, haven't been able to see them. There was a day last year where we were walking and we walked right by a deer like we were standing maybe like four or five feet from it and I could barely see it legit like it was I think it was too bright outside at the time I think I had glasses on I just like I couldn't see it it was it's kind of wild so the thing that struck me today was just like it stood out extra what everything looked like if that makes sense and I thought that was remarkable so I wanted to mention it here to you before I pop inside and chat about what I have to chat about today For this episode, I wanted to speak a little bit more on kind of the point that I was making about community and friendship, helping others, all that jazz. Now, I promise I'm not going to like rant and rave at you again, but instead provide some examples of help that I've received over the last couple years as I've struggled with vision stuff. I've mentioned a few times that I wasn't able to walk around the lake on my own, right? There's a lake by my house, I can walk to it in a couple minutes, and then there's a path around the lake, and it's just a great place to walk laps, get some exercise, get some fresh air, touch grass, as I've been doing every morning for the last 17 days. And not only that, obviously, I wasn't commuting to work or anything. I couldn't just go out for a run as I might have before. It was just a lot of sitting around, working on things, trying to write, working with clients, so running my business. There were very few places to go, and there was very little to do, especially just on my own. At the time, for sure, but especially now, it just strikes me that this must be so much of people's experience, is whether it's just their hours at work and school, or how able their body is, being in a situation where you really can't do that much is challenging. And to want to just literally go outside, like a child, 
and need a chaperone is challenging. And it's funny because it's not like I don't have an abundance of people in my life who care, right? I have plenty of people who I can reach out to, I can talk to, I can ask for a favor if I really need it or it's an emergency, but needing a walk every day isn't an emergency. So to my partner, who is one of the only people who did this with me, and it wasn't very frequent, but to my partner, I have to say thank you for literally just walking outside with me so I could get some fresh air, see the blurry sun and the blurry leaves and the blurry trees, and not be surrounded by four walls and a computer screen, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, you might be thinking, as I did most of this time, why couldn't you just go walk by yourself? Don't people who have trouble seeing have canes and seeing eye dogs and training? Well, you know, I wasn't exactly set up for that when this happened. I wasn't expecting to be losing my vision. And honestly, I was going through it for quite a bit, not knowing what was going on. And unbeknownst to most people, I did go out to try to walk. We ordered a cane for me and especially at the time of day that I could, very early in the morning when the sun wasn't too bright, but it also wasn't too dark, I tip-tapped my way wherever I could. It was not safe. There were plenty of times where I could have easily tripped on something, walked into something, walked into someone. It was like, it was very precarious. I was able to do it, but I wasn't able to do it well, and I definitely didn't feel like there was any point. I'm also very independent and maybe a little paranoid person. I want to feel like I'm in control. I want to feel like if someone came at me, I could defend myself. Or if it, I don't know, if it was like a bear. What am I going to do if like a bear comes at me and I can't see where to run? Well, you're not supposed to run from bears, so that's a bad example. But I think you have an idea of what I'm saying. Plenty of things felt really unsafe as I was losing connection with my ability to see the physical world. So like I said, for walks, I did what I could, but for the most part, I stayed away or waited until someone was there with me. And as I mentioned, I think I mentioned, I also really wanted to stay in shape. I didn't want to gain a whole bunch of weight um, and have other aspects of my health fall apart just because I couldn't see. And that's something that I've held on to most of my life. So having to have the space in my house to do the exercises I needed to do, to have the equipment, to have the knowledge of what to do, how to push myself, being consistent and disciplined with a very cobbled together fitness routine and making sure that I was cooking and eating healthy food was really important. And it's another thing I kind of had to do by myself for quite some time until a friend of mine started going to the gym and brought me with them. It wasn't super often, it was once a week at best, but it was more than nothing. And the challenge was being in the gym and being around people, being around stuff on the floor being around gigantic moving weights <laughs> that at any moment nobody knows that I can't see, nobody knows that I don't see you walking towards me with 200 pounds on your back. And to be there by myself, I could easily have hurt myself or somebody else. So to that friend who went to the gym with me, thank you. It was so much easier to even just get some cardio, to sit on a machine that doesn't go anywhere. You don't need to be able to see to sit on a spin bike or walk on the treadmill or use the elliptical and that had a huge impact on my mental and physical health. It was such a small thing. It wasn't necessarily about her walking me around or helping me find the equipment. It was helping me find a way to be there at all that I really needed. The more often we went, the more comfortable I felt just being there and finding a way to make do with what I had to find ways to adjust and adapt to what I could see and what I couldn't. Being on the other side of this, I know now that there are people in my community who don't have a dedicated partner, who don't have friends who really understand this. 
They don't have people to go to the grocery store with them to help them shop. They don't have someone to go to the store with them to pick out new clothes. Some people's struggles are completely emotional and it has nothing to do with their physical body, but they just need a helping hand. They need someone to be there, kindly and compassionately. I know from experience you can have a lot of friends who care a lot, but caring isn't the same as understanding. Now again, I've said a few times that I'm a pretty independent person, so I can't even really say that I had all the struggles that I did because people weren't willing to do things. It's really just that I have this mindset and I think we live in a society that really supports feeling like it's your job to figure it out yourself. To be independent means to do, means to figure it out on your own, do it in your own power, and to not seek assistance, to not bother those around you with your personal struggles. I think up until recently in my community or communities, I've been a person who tries to help out. I love to volunteer. I work in an industry that is geared towards helping people better themselves. I'd like to think that I'm empathetic towards the struggles of my friends and family, and I try to walk that line that we're all walking of taking care of myself while also taking care of others, of wanting to fill other people's glass while also recognizing that you can't pour from an empty pitcher. Having a practice of gratitude is kind of a weird thing because for me, it ends up kind of making things seem like they're not a big deal. And obviously from how I've spoken about it over the last couple of weeks, losing my eyesight has been a pretty big deal. It's been challenging, it's been depressing, it's, it's gotten in the way of me accomplishing things that I wanted to accomplish, but at the same time I have a place to live, I have a way to continue do, to do the work that I do, and while I was having trouble seeing, I could still see things. And in the spot that I'm in right now, I'm doing everything with one eye, and when I close that one eye, I can see just how bad things were just a handful of months ago. There are plenty of people out there that have a much harder time of things than I do. Some of them are tough as nails, doing everything they can fully on their own, and some of them are probably barely holding on by a thread and could use just a little boost, a little help, a nudge in the right direction, a buffer for the bad stuff, or a kind companion while they're still getting things figured out. Whether you can see what their struggle is or not, or even whether they're struggling, these people are all around us all the time. They make up our communities, they make up our states, our cities, our countries, and our nations. Plenty of them are your best friends or your family or your future friends or family. They have different thoughts and politics than you do, and some of them might just need like a friendly smile and a nod, a neighborly hello or good morning to feel like they're not in this crazy thing we called life all by themselves. It's funny because I had some quotes ready for today, but I ended up not using any of them. <laughs> um, so maybe we'll incorporate them tomorrow. I have a feeling that for another episode or two, I'm going to be exploring this concept of gratitude and community. Even you as a listener, for sitting through these episodes, for listening to the words that I have to say, 10 minutes of your time is a plenty big thing, and a podcast doesn't serve a huge purpose if there's no one to listen to it. I'm sure there's someone somewhere at some time that this message is going to speak to. And when it does, if it's not now, then I hope the next time it comes around, know that I hope that you have a good morning on purpose. The music today was by Scott Buckley, and you can find more information about the tracks that I used in the show notes. If you are that one person that's sitting there listening to this and uh, you have thoughts or feelings about the topic today, either examples of how people have helped you out recently, or if you're pushing through some struggle and anything that, I'll, that I've said in the last 17 episodes has cut through that a little bit, you can email me at goodmorningonpurpose at gmail.com. Thank you to everyone who's listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.